0: radical compared to where we are but where we are is not a good thing and this idea of like 10 percent better from garbage <laughs> is shouldn't be what we settle for it's like this like it feels like moderate is not a stance it's just an attitude toward life of like
1: <laughs> so America is garbage, according to AOC. Never mind the highest standard of living. The fact that our poor people are rich by global and historical standards. Thanks,
2: AOC. Well, I can't. I can't talk about her anymore. I just can't do it. But. She um, got them real tries. Yeah, so, no kidding, kidding, She in. got
1: them. All that's required a good talk show hosts for evil to triumph is their silence, Jack.
2: But the overall movement I'm interested in. So, a couple of examples. Bug-eyed biatch. Watching uh, Franken Hickenlooper, mm-hmm. uh, who's running for president. I saw the first interview with him, and he's a pretty impressive guy, but he was asked the question, last week, are you a capitalist? And he hummed and hawed around and never got around to yes. Laughin' hacker. So now he's done like three interviews since, in which he's asked, are you a <sighs> capitalist? And he still hums and haws around and never gets to yes, because I, I guarantee I know why. He's a, he's clearly a capitalist. He's he's started, I think, twenty small businesses in his life. And oh, been wow. successful. But he doesn't think you can get the nomination in the Democratic Party by coming out and saying you're a capitalist. So he's gonna hedge that if he can get away with it. And then if he won the general election, then he could come out and say he's a capitalist. Because being a socialist polls very, very low. But I find that really interesting, and then you got Howard Schultz from Starbucks said, "My God, if you can't even say you are a capitalist out loud and get the nomination in the Democratic Party, that's a party that's going to lose to Trump." That's more or less uh, what Schultz is saying. Mm-hmm. But then you've got this. So three candidates or four have at least uh, signaled there they've got they they kind of like reparations. Several of them have just come out for reparations. Does everybody know what reparations is? This was a hot talk radio topic many years ago. It's the idea that the reason black people in America are still making less money than white people on average, it's because of slavery. And the only way you can write that balance is reparations. Somehow, and this, this is where the rubber meets the road. Oh, boy. And this it, is where it gets complicated. It's very rubbery. You're going to take money from someone and give it to black people to fix the problems of slavery. First of all, you have to buy the idea that Blacks, on average, make less money than whites because of slavery. And that's a very complicated notion. Um, we could get into that or not. But, yeah. uh, and then then who do you take money from and then who do you give it to? And- exactly. Well, yeah,
1: just for instance. So you're taking a bunch of money from people whose families weren't even in this country or were s- uh, serfs in England or slaves starving Irishmen, or uh, or or your lower castes in India or whatever, and they're in this country, so now you whack them for a bunch of money and you give it to anybody of, of a darkish hue who may, uh, their family just came from Ethiopia six months ago or is very successful or whatever or were never a slave or what have you. And it's just, it's ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous to think that could happen. And the other
2: argument I, about well, it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead. You got something on that? Because the other it's argument's even a better one. But it's now being seriously discussed. Nah, so Bernie don't Sanders. know where it's pandering. Bernie Sanders, last time around, when he was running against Hillary, was asking for, about reparations, and he said he was, he was not for it. So now that several candidates Each have come black out for it. person gets $27. He said the other day, "I'm not into the reparations thing. I want to, you know, I want an economic policy that uplifts everybody. Blah blah blah. Right? That sort of answer. Where well, he nice. got?
1: He's a white man. He's white. Look <laughs> at him. He's white. Bigotry's okay against some people.
2: Uh, Julian Castro is running for president. Um, he blasted Bernie Sanders for being too soft and not coming out forcefully enough for reparations." <laughs> Uh, Bernie's for all these different programs, but he doesn't want to help people who have uh, are suffering from the sins of slavery. If he were president, he'd address, address the original sin of slavery by appointing a commission to consider how, how to best handle reparations. If under the Constitution we compensate people because we take their property, why wouldn't we compensate people who actually were property? Then I came across this article in the New York Times, David Brooks, the so-called conservative who writes for the... Uh, uh, New York Times well by their standards he is but go on the case for reparations a slow convert to the cause mm. he has come around to the idea that reparations are a good idea so you've got four candidates that are running on reparations are a good idea wow. and one columnist in the New York Times at least one right I, I got to
1: no read idea. the David Brooks piece but that's that's absurd it's absurd it's pandering it's it's showing it's it's virtue signaling um, and it could never happen. It's just so wildly impractical. And the other argument against If your it, white
2: family came here in the twentieth century, like so many white families did right. from all over the place, how much money are you supposed to pay? Well You and, had nothing to do with slavery. But again, it's and it's not just white people. How about first generation Americans from Mexico?
1: They might have been slaves of the Aztecs or, you know, the the put upon indigenous people of Central America. Rough, rough stuff during the, you know, 19th and 20th centuries. But no, they're going to have their pocket dug into it. It's just, it's, it's idiotic. The other argument against it is there have been trillions and trillions of dollars spent on welfare, affirmative action, money for education, money for job training, a thousand different programs to elevate black Americans. From, you know, the great society on. Not to minimize the, the horrors of slavery, of Jim Crow, of the pre-civil rights Jerry's era. Joe's minimizing slavery. Of enduring racism today. Not for a second. Reparations is idiotic and unimplementable,
2: and trillions have already been spent. So, I, you know. But so here's my ultimate point in bringing all this up. Okay. You got a- AOC saying uh, whatever the country is currently garbage. America is garbage, according to AOC. And, uh and you got a serious handful of candidates running on uh reparations and you can't say you're a capitalist out loud I think that whole thing is gonna peak early if if you're if you're a Republican or a trump supporter or whatever and you're getting all excited and think while wow, they're gonna run somebody that's so far left they don't have a chance of beating Trump because if you run somebody that can't say I'm a capitalist out loud and is in favor of reparations, that person will not beat Donald Trump. No. <laughs> not a freaking lose by 30 chance. Yeah. Not a freaking chance. I think it's going to peak too early. Uh, I think all this noise and everything like that for that small ish segment of the, the Democratic Party. It's the
1: crazy five percent running the conversation.
2: That's got all the energy yeah. right now. That's just it's going to get blown up by the rich and the powerful. Mm-hmm. And in this case it should get blown up by the rich and the powerful and and they'll take it back. I heard somebody who worked on um Who was the guy who said, we're going to go to Iowa! We're going to go to Ah!" Iowa! Howard Dean? Howard Dean. He was the Bernie Sanders of 2004, I think it was. I represent the liberal wing of the Democratic Party. And people cheering and going crazy like that. Ah! And, uh... And uh, people—that's when he
1: stepped on a nail. People that were in—thank God he had his tetanus, his tetanus shot. People
2: know? that were in that campaign—they got the message. Uh, they figured out that the Democratic Party got scared and thought, if we run him, we're going to get killed. Mm-hmm. He's got all the energy. All the young people love him. He's exciting for the base. We'd get killed if we ran him. Now they ended up losing anyway with John Kerry. I think won that time around. But um, yeah, I, I think I think the Nancy Pelosi's, the money people, the whoever—they're going to step in and assert their authority at some yeah. point. I had a conversation
1: about this over the weekend. Who is most threatened and most immediately threatened by the uh, the AOC wing? Um, and, and and it came up because uh, allegedly Nancy Pelosi totally lost control of the big caucus meeting the other day when they were talking about what were they? I can't
2: even. Remember, what was the big issue? For a it cup of was coffee? the it was the whole uh, Muslim mouth and Jews thing.
1: All oh, right, the anti-Semitism thing where they couldn't you know they ended up passing this milk toast resolution that was against meanness in all its forms. After they've got several of their folks uh, you know spouting anti-Semitism, um, but she had lost control of the meeting by all accounts. Really? And, uh, well, that's what I hear. And then um, so it seems to me most immediately and and uh, significantly the moderate wing of the democratic party is most threatened by the the leftist firebrands and nancy pelosi did not get where she is by being kind and gentle
0: and and accepting things as they come no she did it by drinking the tears of her of her 20 something staff <laughs> right. in some sort of weird energy stealing
1: ritual right exactly they really? say she's 77 she's actually 177 and, uh, and, and has been gifted by Satan with eternal life. But so, uh, yeah, I, I think there is a moment coming or a series of moments coming where the temporarily cowed and uh, and complacent or, or complicit uh, moderate wing lashes back and squashes the young firebrands before it dooms them all. But right. We'll even, see.
2: even of the freshman class, it's been pointed out by a bunch of pundits. Look, even of the freshman class of Democrats, all the people in white and everything like that, almost all of them are moderates. Oh, yeah it's it's
1: the, the blue wave was almost entirely moderate
2: yeah it was aoc is an is an outlier among that new crew she's not right. a representative of that new group she's and she got outlier. what sixteen thousand votes eighteen thousand. and she's one of the yeah. people in one of those safe districts where she can't she can't lose all right. these moderates some of them they won republican seats in a lot of places stuff like that mm-hmm. they they can't go out there right. on that limb anyway i think yeah. this is going to be a short burst that's exciting i would love for an aoc type candidate to run against trump that would be fantastic for me i just don't think it's going to happen mm. i just don't think that's where we're going
1: yeah we'll See, though, because the populace got their way when it uh, turned out Hillary was fixing everything against Bernie. They got all mad and said the superdelegates, the party elders, they don't get a say anymore. They don't get the same say. It's the people. The people's voice, Jack. Yeah. What? That's what we're going to listen to, and that's how we're going to choose our
2: nominee. So let's see. Got to be, be careful making any predictions in this current climate, because no... None of the past matters anymore. It's so? a nope. whole new world. Saturday Night Live, super politically incorrect on Saturday night. What? I thought it was hilarious. Got a clip of that coming up It along wasn't just things. an hour and a half A Trump is stupid. On the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The
2: conscience of the nation. This is fantastic. Hanson, we might have to find a way to put this on a screen somewhere so we look at it every day. Washington Post as a who-led Twitter account. Ah, yeah. Who was leading in the polls at this time, last time around, or various other times in elections. So with 603 days to go... That's how many we have to the election? Yeah. You gotta give me a minute. You gotta give
1: everybody a minute.
0: Oh my God! So in three Over days,
2: 600. we'll be six hundred days away. <laughs> yes, six hundred and three days. We like will come
1: to terms with that.
2: On the other hand, we're three months from the first debate. Sure, so. but that uh, well, reminds me. I got to tell you the
1: story about the robot who told the family granddad's dying. <laughs> yes, I want to hear that.
0: He didn't struggle much. <laughs> no, so it didn't go down like that. In two
2: thousand eight, uh, Hillary Clinton was ahead by twelve points. Okay. And on On the Dem side and the GOP, Gi- got her. Giuliani was up by sixteen points. President point. Giuliani, <laughs> you mean? And he never even ran. <laughs> he never even actually ran. Right. He didn't get enough support. Well, didn't he have that brilliant? I'm going to skip the first three yep. primaries. Yep. And by then he was out. Right. Um. 2012. Romney was up by eight point eight in 2012. Okay. And uh, Clinton, Hillary Clinton, was up by fifty three. Managed to eke out a victory. So, 2016, uh, Walker was up by .4 points. That's when I was a talker for Walker. Remember that? Yeah. He had my support. And he never really got going either. And he had his moment. Turned Um, out he was bad at it. This from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) Once again, it's a game show format. And the, the game show is Can I Play That or Can You Play That? The idea is... Uh, can actors play various roles, and it's based on oh. the ridiculous story we talked about last week that Will Smith is not black enough to play what role? Uh The father
0: of the Williams sisters. Okay,
2: yes, yeah, so they're going to make a movie about Venus and Serena Williams' dad. Yes. Somebody pegged Will Smith, and there was an outcry that he's not black enough. Like, which is... too, too light-skinned I or, know. like, too... Middle class. No,
1: too, too light skinned is what the criticism. Is. yeah. I don't. I've heard the term not black enough applied to a number of different things. But okay, too know. light skinned. Okay,
2: but they were using the ridiculous. Uh, well, Saturday Night Live clearly thought that was ridiculous in right. this game show. Is you got three actors up there and you ask them, could you play this role or who could play okay, this role? Cool. That's that's the game show. Our first role is blind person. Can you play it?
0: Yeah, I can play that. <sighs> <Oof>. uh,
2: what? <laughs> what? Wow. God took their sight, and now you want to take their job. No, no, no.
3: Wait a second, wait a second. Isn't that what acting is about, you know, becoming someone you're not? Not anymore,
2: no. Now it's about becoming yourself, but with a different haircut. Okay,
0: next role. Astronaut. Uh, no, I cannot play that. Wait, wait, why can't he play that? Well, I just sensed it was a trap. <laughs> and it was, the astronaut was secretly Mexican all along.
2: Secretly? That's right, the astronaut seemed white the whole movie, but in the last scene, when he gets back from Jupiter, he does 23 andme me and discovers that he's 5% Mexican.
0: Oh man, that would have been no bueno.
2: <laughs> Watch it. Okay, now what about
1: Caitlyn Jenner in the Caitlyn Jenner biopic? Okay, I can't play that.
2: That's correct. Bonus follow-up question. Who could play Caitlyn Jenner? No one. That is correct. It is an impossible movie to make. I dare someone to try. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) And that's probably true. In the current climate, you could not make a Caitlyn Jenner movie. Right. Unless she or another... Well, it would have to be the same age, also trans, from man to woman?
1: Well, it was like that story I told you end of last week about this guy who was one of the global leaders in Twitter terrorizing young adult literature books for not being woke enough. And this guy finally went ahead and put out his crazy woke book. And his so-woke-they've-never-slept crowd managed to find a flaw in his book and so savagely attacked him, the publishers had to withdraw it. And it was one of several that had to be withdrawn because this this howling, rabid cabal of, of politically correct jackals had so torn him apart. It's just, I'm loving this.
2: <laughs> Nobody could make that movie. I dare someone to try.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I always... Uh, what's his name? Keenan Thompson? Keenan Thompson. I, I always think I get to Keenan, then I think I Uh
2: Keenan Thompson is so damned funny. He might be the best person that's ever been on Saturday Night he,
1: Live. He's in the conversation. Well, and he's just such a pro. I mean, in that... Uh, that uh, R. Kelly sketch. <laughs> the gal was stumbling, fumbling, bumbling. It was almost distracting. Keenan was just gold, as always. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, a crisis
3: in Venezuela, not letting up, electricity out, no food, no medicine, getting worse with each passing minute. Ah, socialism. Getting government benefits, are you? Well, watch out. The feds are watching you. And year-round daylight saving time just got a huge
2: boost. Yes, coming up. yes finally. That's my jihad. And then we got some other stuff we got to get into on the Armstrong and Getty Show. what's going on in the world. We'll find out with
3: Marsha Phillips. Venezuelans are waking up to a fifth day without power today. That and
2: reminds me of a joke I heard over the weekend. This yes. is, the Democrats just announced they're going to have their convention in Milwaukee.
1: Yes, yes, fine Midwestern town. Love it.
2: But uh, I saw one of the pundits say yesterday, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have their convention in Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, back oh, to you. Oh, back to you.
0: Unfair.
2: Back oh. to you. Uh, Venezuela has had no power for five days
3: yeah they remain in the dark and as far as disputed president nicholas maduro's concern they're like the republican party in california hey no
1: it took me a while bad timing and weak as far
3: as as far as maduro's concerned it's all our fault as in the united states is responsible for the blackout the national electrical system has been subject to multiple cyber attacks he writes on twitter However, we are making huge efforts to restore stable and defensive supply in the coming hours. Now, that was yesterday. At last check, they are still out of luck. Meanwhile, you got White House National Security Advisor John Bolton insisting the momentum favors Maduro's opposition, Juan Guaido.
2: On ABC's This Week, he said... The momentum is on the side of Guaido. I think the overwhelming support of the population and the overwhelming support of the enlisted personnel in the military and the junior officers... Now, uh, Bolton is
3: also saying... Yeah,
2: say, uh, maybe you're about to play this.
3: Uh, right. I was just going to say there's a reason that Maduro hasn't moved against Guaido. They have not
2: st- uh, sought to arrest Guaido and the National Assembly and the opposition. And I think one reason for that is that Maduro fears if he gave that order, it would not be obeyed. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that. So the criticism yeah. was, uh, as they were interviewing Bolton... You know, it looks, it looks like he's still got the support of the military. Only two people so far have flipped. And Bolton said, you're completely missing the point. And uh, who was interviewing? Is It the, It doesn't matter. Uh, said, how am I missing the point? The fact that the Army has not moved on the opposition shows you that he's lost mm, the Army.
1: Interesting.
2: Because right. he can't order them to do that. Wow. You know, that reminds me. And something... I, I thought that made perfectly good
1: sense. Greg, the fabulous dog trainer, uh, taught us about uh, training Baxter was that any time you, you give a command of a dog, it's a test. And if you fail the test, you've got a problem. If that dog does not obey, the power dynamics are changing, you got to reestablish and all. For them to give that order and have yeah. it disobeyed, it's over. They would crumble from that moment on, and they're afraid to give that order. And I also like what Bolton's doing. This is just such great psychological warfare. When you're trying to go against a regime, everybody wants to know who's thinking the same thing I am. Do I dare speak it? Do I dare even give a look? Do I let people know I'm ready to go with them? Because right. we're all thinking the same thing. And Bolton's out there saying, all the enlisted people are against, uh, what's his name, Fetzo. Everybody is against them. Trying to give them nerve. Right. Maduro is the, right. He's trying to give them Cover. courage and trying to yep. tell them, look... Look around you. How about we all All wink twice? Anybody who winks twice is with us. So we'll see how this one plays out.
2: Similar to what happened in Egypt when they sent the military into Terrier Square, and they would not attack all those protesters. Mm -hmm. And Mubarak was just screwed at that point.
3: The Social Security Administration has its eye on people's social media posts in an effort to try and crack down on fraud. For example... A person may be claiming disability benefits because of a back injury, but then they're shown playing baseball or golfing in a picture posted on Facebook. The feds have wised up to this, and they are watching social media accounts
2: like a hawk. I Looking, heard that happens quite a bit. Who did that happen to? Al Sharpton's daughter. Didn't she get busted for that? Yeah, I think so. And and insurance fraud gets busted that way,
1: too, right. a lot. Although, I will say, I, I played golf, what, three weeks and a day after... Uh, Surgery. Oh! You know, I played gently and carefully, but it can be done. Making. I mean, if you're claiming, like, grievous back problems, then okay, I I see... Well, on Social Security, they're
3: saying, I can't go to work because my back is in such bad shape. And then you're out playing golf. Well, true that. Yeah, Yeah. if
1: you weren't coming to
2: work, and we found out you were playing golf, we'd think, well, how come you can't go to work then? Well, I hope you don't find
3: out. (laughs) (laughs) Making daylight saving time permanent is... Okay with President Trump. Yes. Trump has tweeted his preference for D S T this morning. Some Florida lawmakers introduced legislation in the House and Senate to make DST permanent across the US. How is this still a Problem. how is this
1: still a well, jack as the uh, crops are harvested uh, across the fruit and plain and it's important that we get up early and in time for I-,
2: I hate to do this cuz I'm tired of it myself but mm-hmm. hasn't somebody finally figured it out it was
1: world war 1 it was actually the kaiser who said, said that it to was do with uh, <laughs> Jimmy Carter's effort to to save energy Didn't and have indeed, something to do it with was hitler lamb and his oil need oil or to something. invade the <laughs> The, the whale oil shortage of 1845 right. whatever it right.
2: is it's not kids standing in the dark waiting for the bus or getting the crops in or whatever bs you've heard <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: meanwhile word comes out once again that more of us are going to have heart attacks today every monday afternoon yes Every Monday after Daylight Saving Time goes into effect, there's a 24% jump in heart attack cases reported at hospitals across the country or wherever the change occurs. Wow. Good Lord.
2: I wouldn't think one hour difference of sleep would give you a heart attack. Yep. Researchers say it is
3: likely the effect of losing that hour. You don't ever hour. have to get
2: up a little early for a meeting or anything right. like that? You think, oh boy, I got a meeting early on Thursday. Tick. tick not die. Tick. <laughs>
1: tick. What?
2: <laughs>
3: Researchers
1: say it is likely... Hey, we're going fishing this weekend. Right.
2: Probable heart attack. 25% <laughs> higher. Tell you what. Bring if there's four of you and you're going fishing early on Saturday, yeah, one. one of you will die. Yeah. Let's see. Jimmy's got the, uh, the rods and the
1: tackle. John's got the cooler full of beer and food. I'm bringing me the paddles. In case we got to put the paddles to anybody. Clear!
3: <laughs> researchers say it is likely the effect of losing an hour of sleep. That just doesn't make any sense forward. to me. That can't yeah. be it's, true. It's, it's a terrible that risk, Jack. can't be true. The data is published in the BMJ.
2: Yeah. You know so, better well, than the BMJ? Yeah. So go ahead and look it up. If we were that easily killed by getting up early, <laughs> wouldn't there be no fishing trips, ski trips, band practice that we used to have once a week early, marching band practice, I remember that as a kid, whatever. Wars would be fought with wake-up calls. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Boy, on some of the weekend news programs, they were certainly gushing over this. Actress Jennifer Lopez and baseball slugger Alex Rodriguez confirming they are
2: getting married. They are the most annoying people on earth. Wow, as a couple? As or? a couple. Okay. They are so happy with themselves. And they've got that weird that it's usually, you know, blamed on millennials, but they're yeah. both 50. They have to put out on social media everything they do where they look hot. Do they have an annoying
1: nickname yet? Like
0: J-Rod or anything? I Not, haven't that, heard one. Not that I've heard catch yeah. on. God, but they, that's, that's just... The nature abhors a vacuum. They, I mean, <laughs> they've got to have one. Any character in any sort of movie that was the personification of vanity, they yeah. are the real-life versions oh my God. of that. Wow. And I only see yeah. these
2: because the New York Post prints right. them for some reason when I'm looking through the news. But like this weekend, just enjoying my bay on the beach, and he's got a picture in her bikini, you know, sitting on the beach, and then she has a picture of him looking all studly playing volleyball, and just who, who, Who's who, that are, you, for? who are you doing this for? You know, why don't you just look at each other? That's a really a weird thing. I met we're somebody, so hot and fifty. Look at us. I met somebody recently who
1: uh, was the personification of better to keep your mouth shut and right. thought a fool than to open it, remove all doubt. This person was very mysterious and, and, and quiet, and I thought standoffish and all. And it was a, a hurl. I'll, I'll go ahead and admit it's a woman. And, uh, and finally, for whatever reason, we began to converse. Right. And I found out that, oh, this person is completely vacuous. This, all she wanted to talk about was celebrity news. And I thought, wow, I've actually met one of you. Um, well, and I'm, I'll bet she's fascinated by this. I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure. I, I uh, man, that's the last thing I get.
2: Going I, out to eat tonight, and J Lo and uh, and A Rod <laughs> will have pictures of themselves looking super hot and their expensive stuff in front of their limo. Did you see the picture of J
1: Rod and and J Lo and A Rod and A <laughs> going out to dinner? And I, I'll say. No, no, I didn't. Oh, my God, they look great, she would say.
2: So some people are into that. I guess, yeah. Because they, they don't need the clicks or the money. Right. They're both oh. ungodly wealthy.
0: I'll tell you the story on this that I'm following. This is from Jose Canseco's Twitter account from about 14 hours ago. Yes. Alex Rodriguez, stop being a piece of S. He uses the real word because it's serious. Yes. Stop cheating on Jennifer Lopez. Oh, <laughs> Oh, he then challenges A Rod to a boxing or MMA match anytime he wants, All and right. says that he'd take a polygraph to prove what he's saying is true. What? And, ah, and and if he doesn't line up that fight, he
1: can't make his rent this month. Uh, so I know what Jose. I know how Jose's working.
3: <laughs> All right, that's your hot news wrap. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. That's fantastic. So
1: imagine this. You're in the hospital. It's touch and go. Grandpa's very, very sick. And a robot wheels into the room and says, Grandpa's going to die. And then rolls out again.
2: That's not what I want.
1: It's a post-futuristic nightmare.
2: And it happened. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. nation. The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. How can you possibly claim Manafort lived a blameless life? He's being sentenced for another crime next week, and it's a crime he committed while on house arrest for a third crime. <laughs> yeah, we were we weren't here Friday, so we missed the Manafort sentencing story, which is interesting. I know that everybody in the world was predicting, you know, many, 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 many years, and he got. Around four, and the, the judge did say that because of, uh, you know, he's lived an exemplary life up to this point. Who thinks that? Does anybody think that? Seems odd. Nobody thinks it? that.
0: Is he like a hobbyist ostrich tailor? He's, he just wants to keep the, the people out there buying his stuff. I know this is an
2: extraordinary sentence, especially coming out of me. More A Rod J Lo news. Here's the other <laughs> tweet from Jose Canseco. You read one of the tweets, Sean. This tweet also from yesterday. Watching World of Dance, watching J-Lo text Alex Rodriguez, little does she know that he's cheating on her with my ex-wife, Jessica. Poor girl, she has no idea who he really is. Wow! Wow, So that's something. He probably would know if A-Rod was sleeping with his ex-wife. Maybe,
0: or he's a jealous lunatic. Let's see. Although he, he doesn't come across as sane very much, I wonder
2: if this is why there were way more J Lo A Rod pictures in the New York Post over the weekend. There's rumors out there that cheating, so they had to put out a whole bunch. Here we are in love pictures. somehow. for whom? <laughs> for the people? Who give for the
1: a, uh, is she cheating? Jewelry or is he cheating? A,
2: the, the, those wow. celebrity couples seem to really be concerned about what we all think of them. You know, when I hear the
1: phrase, Jose Canseco's ex-wife, I do see somebody who would probably take
2: a role in the hay with a oh, yeah. That reminds me of the joke uh, Colin Jost had on Saturday Night Live. Paul Manafort, who looks like he was born divorced. <laughs> which thought <laughs> was a funny phrase. Wow. <laughs> that's an interesting joke. And last week he said, um... Wow, that's good. Michael Cohen, who looks like he shaves in his car. Says <laughs> so, well, so. Also a good descriptor. Says Colin (laughs) Jost, he just said that.
1: (laughs) Just told you who said it.
2: It He was born divorced. Okay.
1: Hospital in California drawing controversy after using a robot to deliver end of life news to a patient. Ernest Quintana was admitted to the Kaiser Permanente Medical Center emergency department in Fremont, California. According to the granddaughter, family knew he was dying of chronic lung disease. After an initial diagnosis, follow-up visit was made to Quintana's intensive care unit by a machine accompanied by a nurse. The robot, as the family re- refers to the machine, displayed a video of a remote doctor who communicated with the old man. I'm here at the golf
0: course. So I think you're going to die. Any <laughs> questions? <laughs> and now, do do we know what you look to be dying to me? How this robot look? because all I'm roll picturing... over a little bit. Nah, you're dying. All I'm picturing is Johnny Five from the from the 1980s movie Short Circuit coming in to deliver this news. Is it is it a more modern it's version? A
2: silver cylinder with like vacuum cleaner arm. And <laughs> danger! <things>. Danger!
0: <laughs> Inexplicably, his arms were
1: waving the entire time. Yeah. Uh, death! Death! Uh, no, it's actually there's a picture of it, but it won't stop. Stop it!
2: Stop it!
1: The USA Today website is unusable.
2: But so they were. He was. Face timing the, the doctors. Yeah, exactly. Really.
1: Okay. Exactly. Uh, Michael, make it so I can play audio. The the, the the website's freaking out here, but they actually videotaped it. Okay, there you go. Uh, turn it down. Turn it off! Turn it off! I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's an ad for a bank that claims to not be crooked anymore. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah,
2: and employees behind the scenes say that's not true. Wells Fargo. That right. was an article in the okay. New York Times over the weekend. Right, Pretty good. interesting.
1: Go ahead, Michael. Here we go. I wasn't going to name the bank because they have am, lawyers. Sue Jack, not Joe. <laughs> Joe's an honest fella. The reason
3: your heart rate's so fast is that you're struggling to breathe.
2: Yeah, are you going to do anything to fix that?
1: I'm going to play you some nice uh, orchestral music. Um, and so the, the old granddad has all these tubes and stuff in his face and all is struggling to breathe. And it's a it's a doctor on a video screen on top of a rolling robot. Now,
0: was the robot the one playing the James Cameron score in the background or <laughs> wh- what was what was not, going on? Because I don't think clear, that's show. appropriate.
1: Accounts differ. Um, and so you got a video screen on top of a rolling robot. And it's this uh, doctor. Who's saying, yeah, you're you're not going to get home from hospice care. I mean, it's there's no point in you even going because, uh, well, look, granddad, the long and short of it is, do you know a good undertaker? Jeez,
0: and that the family considers seem...
1: it really insensitive that yeah. they didn't send a real yeah. human being.
2: Yes, I would, too. I would, too. Especially since you're probably paying a million dollars.
1: Um, I'm trying to decide whether I could tell the story. I'm sure now, it's fine. <laughs> no, I really I, I can't. Um, I know some people who would not be shocked that that happened at a uh, Kaiser Permanente hospital, but those people are irresponsible and should not be listened to. Uh, let's see. Uh, said the family, if you're coming to tell us normal news, that's fine, but if you're coming to tell us there's no lung left and we want to put you on a morphine drip until you die, it should be done by a human being, not a oh, machine.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. The hospital spokeshole said the situation was highly unusual and said, and I quote, we regret falling short of the patient's expectations.
2: What? (laughs) Yeah. You fell a little short of my expectations of having a human being tell me I'm going to die and not a robot. The evening video
1: televisit was a follow-up to earlier physician visits. It's a televisit. It did not replace previous conversations with family and patient members and not being used in the delivery of the final diagnosis. The family says, yeah, that apology wasn't very good. (laughs) It wasn't even clearly identifiable as an apology. We regret falling short of the patient's expectations. Yeah, I
2: love the modern lawyer-written non-apology because they don't want to admit to any wrongdoing. Right. Which, you know, I'm
1: I'm mocking the the spokeshole, but if that is what that person is employed to do, listen, if the doctor comes into the hospital room with a hatchet, and attacks the patient unprovoked and hacks them to death, we need you to say, <clears throat>
2: we regret falling short of the patient's expectations by hacking them to death. Barbaric. I could I could see this being the future. I mean, that's fine for most stuff. You know, wheel the thing in there and some great doctor somewhere. Right. You know, maybe you get better doctors that way or more doctors and less, uh, you know, whoever those people are that are coming in. That, that I don't know what their training is Oof. um but if when you get down to the nitty gritty when you get down to the end of the we've done all we can for you you got to send a person in for that
1: well I regret falling short of the patient's expectations wow I can't what do you
2: believe want he delivered that news through a computer what do you
1: want me to commit suicide and have the the the, the
0: robot tell my family it was really I unfortunate. Apologize. unfortunate that you could see the doctor he was putting it on sunscreen his golf clubs were in the back. he didn't know he was on video he thought people were just listening yeah right
1: you can see him putting the ice cubes in his cocktail. <laughs> so anyway, I mean we could send you a hospice, but there's no point in it. Do we have more bitters? We're going to we're going to put you on morphine. Clink, clink, trickle, 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 trickle. You feel
2: all right uh, for the uh, I don't know like day, day and a half max. Didn't the doctor feel weird delivering that news over a computer? You'd think he would. <laughs>
0: What's he going to do? Reschedule his flight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well
1: luck we fell short of our patients expectations Does that make us bad people
2: <laughs> you're listening to the armstrong and getty show